Hello, sweetie. Welcome to the Doctor Who podcast, going and archiving through River Song's life, starting with her as a baby and going all the way to the computer in the end. I'm Rachel Roth. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Kyle. I'm one of your other hosts. In this episode, we're going over Day of the Moon, uh, Series 6, Episode 2, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Toby Haynes. This particular episode is about uh, the Doctor and the crew. Basically, uh, the, it's the second part to the episode that we recently talked about. So if you hadn't listened to our previous episode, uh, to catch you up really quick, uh, I forget, what, what was the episode before? Uh, the Impossible Astronaut. Thank you. Uh, the episode prior uh, we talked about was The Impossible Astronaut, where the Doctor is obviously killed. And... Again, we're not sure by whom. And then at the end of that episode, we see the astronaut being uh, shot at by Amy. And that is where that episode leads off. Uh, If you want more details on that particular episode, please go ahead and listen to that episode. And and actually, like in in kind of classic Doctor Who fashion, uh, we have that epic cliffhanger. And then the (laughs) next episode starts with something completely different. Um, it yes. starts with three months later, and uh, Canton is tracking down everyone, um, starting with with Amy, uh, who has these conspicuous tally marks all over her. Uh, yep. And so he he, ca- he captures Amy, uh, and she's in the Valley of the Gods because hey, if you're gonna make one trip to the United States, you might as well shoot as many places as you can. Yes, but while you're in America, why not shoot in all the desert places you possibly can? Yeah, they all look cool, so, you know, might as well. Um, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, so yeah, so Canton is tracking down everybody. Uh, he finds Rory. Uh, Rory's at... Rory's on top of a dam. <laughs> yeah, Rory's on top of a dam. Um, River is in a a uh, skyscraper and just jumps out the window to escape. Yep. She in, jumps 50 feet yep, off in, a building. In, yeah. In classic river song on uh fashion there. Fashion yeah. And there, just like, Oh, Nope. I'm just going to leap off this building. It'll be fine. Uh, I got blind trust in the doctor. Y'all blind yep. trust. Uh, and I and I like how you see like the few tally marks on Amy, but then once we get to like Rory, it is pretty apparent that it's like okay, these tally marks mean something, but we just don't know what yet because Rory is full of them. Yeah, I mean they're like everywhere, like on his face, on his hands, on his arms. Uh, I'm surprised, honestly, he saw more than. Uh... Amy and uh, River, and I'm surprised River didn't see more. To be honest, like she didn't, she barely had any of them on her at all. Yep. Uh, and uh, so so you find out that the Doctor is being kept, uh, I ca- ironically area 51. enough, in Area 51, uh, because it's a real place. So, well, I mean, if you're gonna be in America, why not shoot everywhere? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, he's he's being kept in this prison that's like Dwarf Star or something, they said. 
that is pretty much impenetrable from the outside. And Canton, the the dead body, quote unquote, of Amy and Rory uh, and the doctor are all in this thing when it finally gets sealed up. So, so we find out that Amy and Rory are not actually dead. Uh, they... <laughs> Rory makes the joke of like, it is so hard to breathe in these things. And then Canton says like, well, nobody's ever complained before in reference to the body bags that they're in. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then, then even Canton is like, well, what do we do with, uh, what do we do with Dr. Song? Like, how, how do we get her? It's like, well, and then the doctor Oh, they... doctor tells Amy and Rory go open all of the doors to the swimming pool. Yep. And and uh, the they uh, once once the the uh, walls and security uh, are all like up and stuff with this like dwarf star material. I don't think it is dwarf star. I forget what they. Yeah, I, I it was some like it's some matter of like a star. I think though, it was something like super dense that you can't get through. <laughs> Like it, it was impenetrable by anything, and it was like the perfect cage for the doctor. Should the yeah. doctor ever, you know, uh, <laughs> get stuck? Yeah. Um, but since no one knows what's actually going in there, they can, you know, ride in the TARDIS in and out frequently, which they do. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So they basically open up all the do- the doors and stuff to the pool. The doctor goes to that particular time that she jumps out the window and is immediately saved. Yeah, I, so. I actually I actually wrote down the quote that because Canton's like, what about Dr. Song? She jumped off a roof. And the doctor's response is just like, yeah, she does that. <laughs> it's, it's like true. We, we do. We are going to do this multiple times. Don't worry. She she does that. <laughs> and I always manage to rescue her. Um I swear she's got like a damsel in distress complex, which is funny. And I'll bring that up later. Why in our, our next episode as well. Um, But I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. It's primarily because of who she winds up saving in the next episode. But again, that I'll dive further into that in our next episode. So anyway. Uh, And uh, yeah, the doctor says we're not fighting an alien invasion. We're starting a revolution um, at one point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and then they that's they, when they're at the house yeah and then they then yeah uh they they because this will be important for the rest of the episode while they're in the tardis together uh we we have the doctor figure out this little contraption that's a voice recorder on on your hand um that kind of links with your biology so that you can talk into the recorder kind of wherever the recorder goes oh oh sorry i have to interrupt yep. really quick there's one one thing and i'm sure we'll dive into this as we keep going but there is a really important part of this particular episode that is actually done right before uh he goes into the recording thing okay yep. and amy, and uh amy tells him he's not or uh amy tells him that she's not pregnant which is yes quite key at this point so just wanted to throw that in there. Go ahead with the rest of your summary, Kyle. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, so the doctor has has <laughs> has this little recorder um, because 
they they took the image from Amy's phone of the silence and figured out um basically are implanting a suggestion anytime you see the silence that you have to, you know, hit your little thing or that you do the tally marks and or in this case, in Canton's case, straighten his bow tie. Um, which is when they realize, like, okay, so so that does work. And and you record this little message, and, and then if you see your hand is glowing red, you know you have a message. Because uh, obviously, because of the silence, you forget. Yes, uh, you do. Yep, so, th- so then once we have that in place... Uh, Canton and Amy go to the creepiest orphanage I've ever seen. Oh my god, it's like an insane asylum or some yeah. shit. Like, I was like, that's an orphanage? Are you serious? Yeah. Like, well, like, clearly, they, they said, like, the silence had definitely taken this place over. And they took this place yeah, over. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Yeah, and they took this place over years ago. So it is gone. Like, it probably was, you know, a pretty pristine looking in you know mansion and it is just gone because they don't care about maintaining it and maintaining the walls and everything and there's just graffiti everywhere or most of it is like get out you know that that type of stuff i mean it's either from him or from river or from both yep um at that point but if you notice too and, and i'm jumping ahead slightly but uh, when um, Amy Amy finally does wind up, we, they arrive at the orphanage. Canton winds up talking to the owner who is convinced that the orphanage is supposed to close. What was it? Ten years prior? Yeah, it was it was something like that. Um, yeah, that, it's like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to close some. I think I think it was like summer of like 65. And it was like, it's 1969. It's like, oh. yeah. And then he just keeps doing it. He's like, stuff. are you sure? He's like, are, are you sure? Uh, that doesn't... What, why do you keep saying that? Like, I, I remember him saying, he's like, why do you keep saying that? Like, he was stuck in, in time. Yep. Uh, you know. So then, you know, Canton starts to grill him a little bit. Uh, and then Amy goes off and, and looks around uh, a bit. Uh, Amy goes exploring. It's it's weird. Like I've I've kind of just been watching random episodes of Doctor Who as of late, because I've seen all of them of the modern Doctor Who. Uh, so like I'll just kind of cherry pick of like, ooh, I like this one. Like I feel in the mood to watch this one. And uh, I had just recently watched School Reunion, which is the one that uh, it's Tenth uh, Doctor season two, uh, the first time we meet in modern who the first time we meet Sarah Jane, uh, because the doctor is a substitute Mm. teacher and Anthony Stewart head from Buffy is like the headmaster and is doing all that stuff. But they're basically, he's the big baddie than a, yeah, he's, he's the big baddie, but they're basically like bat creatures. And so they're all sleeping on the ceiling. And yeah, That happens in this episode where the silence are all sleeping on the ceiling and it's really creepy. Did Moffat write that episode? Moffat did not write that episode. Okay. I I went and double checked because I was like, did he set that one up too? 
Because I was like, Moffat likes to fucking repeat himself and, like, copy his ideas. So I just wanted to be like, did that ass face write it? Sorry, I don't like Moffat. Uh, (laughs) Here, just, uh, sorry, this is a stupid aside, too. I honestly can't stand Smith either. He's my, like, least favorite doctor, so. Really? And yeah, that's, I hate- that's basically we get we get it's all Matt Smith and Stephen Moffat except I know. for like two episodes. I know. I I really can't stand uh, Matt Smith. He for yeah. me he's my least favorite doctor. I like Capaldi better than him. Okay. I don't know what it is about Matt Smith, but like I just like him. I don't. I like. Uh, I I think for me his doctor's more violent. Okay. Like was like very violent next to next to tenants, and even with Capaldi, what was fun was watching him be this like taking from Matt Smith this like warlord kind of mentality, a kind of violent mentality, and then taking yeah. it to the extreme. But then in the end, ending with like the last two seasons with Bill, he wound down a lot, and that's just yes. Moffat's stupid and doesn't know how to actually write for Capaldi. And it's like, oh, yeah. he's the per- because honestly i like the last two seasons of capaldi a lot better than a lot of the episodes um yeah than this and then i mean one of the biggest grievances i have with moffat is he kind of ruined lady behind the fireplace because he took fucking that episode and just elongated it with amy and rory yeah the best story that he's written in this is river songs yes no question yep no question so 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 we go we go back to uh, somebody had captured the doctor um, and they they're asking like you know who has the authority to like you know vouch for this guy oh, and then and then it, it, was, it was it was it was because he they they had all separated again because they had a plan to try no hold on we're getting ahead of ourselves because we okay. totally skimmed over everything that happened in the orphanage oh no it's, once, it's, uh, it's parallel like it, it happens oh like it keeps oh cutting that's right that's back right. and forth yep that's right that's right so uh basically i the doctor for whatever reason decided that he was gonna go on the apollo spaceship yes. and finagle with whatever was in there <laughs> Um, and I mean, he, he says earlier in this, this episode, it's like, what are we going to the moon? What do we need? Like Apollo 11? It's like, no, we just need Neil Armstrong's foot. It's like, what does that even mean? And we find out by the end of the episode, what it actually means. And it's actually brilliant. Um, it is, but yeah, then yeah, NASA takes, takes him and then in comes Richard Nixon, flanked by uh river and rory Rory. yep and Uh, what i want to note too in this part is river yeah river is dressed up like a first lady yes like she looks like a first lady and she's in tardis blue which makes me really happy uh because she technically is the first lady to the doctor yep so yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, in my notes, I just wrote that Rory is such a dork. Um, <laughs> it's because he's wearing those glasses and he's just like, come on, we gotta go. Yeah. Rory gets so much shit. And I mean, like, again, this this touches on the next episode, too. But Rory's been shat on his entire life. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> like, uh, like yeah, his it, entire fucking life. By his daughter and his wife. Yep. Like, Pretty. Uh... Anyway. 
<laughs> but yeah, so so then we cut back to the orphanage, and yep. this is when Amy's kind of going around, and now we know, you know, in in our timeline, what this is actually about because she sees, uh, Madame Corvana. Uh, just this is the poking... first time she sees Madame Corvana. Yep, yep, just poking her head through this like peephole in a door. And, you know, we ju- we don't know what it what it is. It's just like it looks like sh- somebody in this creepy orphanage is just popping in to check on something. And then, like, now knowing what actually happens, it's like, oh, no, she's checking in on, like, Amy's, like, consciousness and checking in on the real Amy that got Oh, kidnapped. she must be dreaming. Yep. Oh, she must be dreaming. Uh, which is absolutely terrifying if you think about it, because, um, again, for those of you who haven't listened to our last two episodes, highly recommend it because we probably will be referring yeah. to past episodes more than once, particularly the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it, it's interesting to think that like she's not physically there. It's like what she's doing with the doctor is a dream. Yes. Yeah. You know. Um. Which, but it also reinstates the fact that she is indeed pregnant too, despite what was said earlier in the episode. Yes, yep, exactly. Because yeah, because then she walks into this baby's room. Um, not necessarily. With, yeah, it, not necessarily yeah, this child's room. room. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, but the most important, but the but the most important thing about that room is there's all these photographs of this child. One of the one of the notes that I had about this was it's so heartbreaking for me as a, a viewer to watch this and already know what happens because you watch Amy look at her daughter's life and you have no idea that that's actually your daughter and then all of a sudden you come up across a picture of you holding the baby. Yep. Like that's absolutely terrifying. And again, we'll touch more on this as we progress. Yeah, but, but yeah, like that yeah, that was the big thing of like finding the photograph of, you know, young Melody and and Amy and it's like what? And like especially since this was the start of the season, you're like, "Wait, what's going on here?" Like I have I thought, Yeah. You know. No, you're right. I'm in bed. Yep. Yeah. It was like, "Wow, it's like, wow, this is real weird." Like, what the fuck? Like, why is there a picture of Amy? You know? I mean, like, it, it, it's it's just sad. Anyway, but we'll touch more on that once we're done our, our summary here. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we cut back to to uh, Canton, who uh, has finally left that creepy orphanage guy and is basically trying to find Amy. Uh, comes across a silence. And the silence, the silence says, we have no need of weapons. And then Canton just shoots him. And Can just says, welcome to America. I was like, you can't get more American than that. Sadly, yeah. but like that, that's, that's yeah. fact. Um, uh, shit, what did I want to say? Oh, um, but like then, you know, after he shoots the silence, you, you hear uh, Amelia just being like, oh shit, it's dark, it's dark, it's dark. Uh, I need help. Somebody help me. Uh, I need I need somebody to help me. I, I don't know where I am. 
and they get to the room after Amelia has just seen this legion of silence hanging like bats on the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, doctor finally comes uh, because Canton called him and they, and basically the doctor uses the Sonic to get into the room and they get in there and no one's there. They hear Amy, but she's not in there. Yeah. And uh, they look around trying to find the source of the voice. And I think it's Rory. I believe that actually finds the recorder yeah, he he sees the he sees the blinking light and and picks it up yeah. and realizes like because it was attached, you know, biologically to her hand. Yeah. yeah, um, it's still connected to her, and you can hear wherever Amy is, where and you find like you can still hear her, which is so creepy. It's I th- I, uh, one of the things that I thought of too when I was watching this was like, oh shit, she woke up, she's awake on the yeah. ship, and she's alone. Fuck. Like it's not it's not like when um uh, and uh, again going with the summary here, um, she like you know they they basically go ahead they heal up the 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 uh. The heal up the silence. I, for the life of me, could not remember what the silent like. I could not understand what the subliminal message was that they did for the silence to like bring them out. Because basically, after after they find out that Amy's missing, they go back and basically regroup. Uh, not in the TARDIS, I don't think they regroup. No, that I mean, like they're still at the orphanage, I guess. But yeah, like yeah, they regroup the group. essentially. Yeah, so they regroup, trying to figure out what they should do um about amy and um you know rory's like well why why can't we just go find her and and doctor's like well what would that do which i thought was a really weird response from the doctor but anyway yeah Um, and, and, and it was also like the thing that sucks is like because you could you could record a message to this thing but like it wasn't like a walkie talkie so you find that it's a one way you know interaction yep and mm-hmm. the kind of slightly heartbreaking thing is like Rory has this and is ta- and is talking to it and saying like I'll wait I'll wait for you I'll find you, and the doctor says like Oh you know it's only a one way she can't hear you and he's like No she always can hear always me always can hear me you know she knows that I'm coming and then right as he says that Amy on the other end is like is just like Doctor Doctor come find me. And then, but, but like, you know, the whole time that that happens too, you know, even though she alludes to the doctor wanting the doctor to find her, she knew ultimately that she was talking to Rory, I feel yeah. like. But anyway, we'll diverge, uh, discuss more as we yeah. progress. And then um, next, uh, we get a little flashback to actually uh, the, they, they always, I love the fact like Moffat must love that vampires in Venice like episode. Cause he keeps <laughs> referencing it. It's like, Oh, it was all just sexy vampires and, and you know, fun times. But the vampires in Venice is actually one of the first times you hear someone say the silence will fall. And it's like, I forgot I think about that. And I forgot. Yeah. It's like, Oh, they set up season six, like halfway through season five. That's we like good job yeah. on you. 
Um, yeah, if, I'll, if, I'll give you know, Moffat that. Yeah, if, if only his writing for season seven was as good. but Yeah, right. Um, uh, like I said, not a fan of Moffat, but yeah. I digress. Uh, and then I River digress. River finds the uh, the astronaut suit, and they and... they find out that the the little girl must have incredibly uh, must be incredibly strong to have actually broken out of that on her own. Yep, yeah, because this is the flashback that we saw in uh, A Good Man Goes to War. Yeah, was was flashing back to this episode. Uh, which is terrifying. And I mean, is River super strong? Like, does she actually I, have... Like, I, I don't think she's... It's it's probably like that, that regeneration thing. Like, because everybody always jokes about... Uh, like, if Wolverine actually could, um, like, put in the effort, he could be stronger than anybody else because he could just keep... You know, his muscles would never atrophy. Because he yeah. could just keep working out and being able to gain it in more and more. And it could be something like like that of like, it's not even the fact that she's super strong. It's just the fact that probably has a little bit of those like slight healing abilities with the regeneration powers that right. she could just keep tearing away at this stuff and not feel it. That's true too. Well, and I mean, it's also a child. So if you're desperate enough to like, get out of something as well i feel like that there there's that childhood ambition and and desperation that you would do anything in order to feel safe again and then they have this encounter with with the silence in like the silences kind of makeshift control room sort of thing and like this is the bulk of the end of the episode uh and uh silence have have amy there which honestly i didn't have understand, a version of amy to be there. honest but yeah. yeah i mean like honestly i didn't understand this part to be honest because if they honestly if they had amy somewhere else why would they need to take her yep it's just uh, anyway, kind of playing yes yeah, just kind of playing with the doctor um but yeah they they walk out um, the doctor talks, like, kind of warns the silence about River, um, and says, uh, she's got a gun. I shouldn't like that, but I do. I find that kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, clearly, that's what he's saying, but you yep. know. Yep, exactly. Um, and then <laughs> I like the, I just love their banter back and forth. Oh, God, it's like, it's, it's, it's so, so good. flirtatious. It yeah, is. And, and just like, even like, kind of doctor like downplaying river's skills and he's like looking around and it's like i wouldn't do anything because if you try and do anything to me she'll kill at least three of you before anything yeah. can happen and then she just quips back it's like oh at least seven yep well and the thing too is this is all before they actually quote unquote got together as well yep this this is like this is their coming of actually getting together episode, mm -hmm. at least for the doctor it is, um, because the episode after all of this action does happen, uh, basically um, says goodnight to River and uh, she kisses him passionately and he's like, and he's like, oh, what is this? And and and, um, and and River's like, 
we haven't done this before. Yep. And and he and he's like, no, yep. <laughs> this nope. this is we the haven't. first time. Nope, this is this is the first time. And then it's it's such a also it's a heartbreaking moment too because you know that uh, Rivers' time, her time with the doctor is almost up. Yeah, yeah, because because uh, we we talk about um, in in the last episode, she always says. You know, the more I know him, the less he knows me. Less he knows me. And so, like, the fact that she realizes, like, oh, this is our first time, that means, oh, geez, that means, like, next time he I see him. He hasn't experienced. Yeah, he won't know as much. And it's like, oh, geez, that's heartbreaking. Well, and I mean, like, in the previous episode, too, you know, they were trying to sync the journals, which he hadn't even given to her yet. Um, and that in itself was just, because yeah. she, she actually had talked to it. She had talked to a version of the doctor where their journals had more or less, um, you know, sunk up, yep. which hadn't really happened before. So that, that particular doctor was her past yep. and her future that, you know, which, doesn't happen mm-hmm. so it, like it broke that like he's my you know i i know his future but um he doesn't but he uh shit i forget she says it a lot and i forget what the quote is yeah sorry it's like he remembers he knows my yeah his, uh, his, i know his future yeah his past is my um, future yeah yeah that's it which is so sad. Sorry. It's yeah. like she's going she's literally going back in time. Yeah. It's She's she's a reverse she is a reverse time traveler, which is a weird way to think of River. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's um and you know, Amy Yeah, I I still like the fact that Amy tells the doctor and not Rory about the pregnancy. Um Well, the thing the interesting thing that's at the end of this episode is the doctor it's, it's suspicious at this point because it's like, yes. well, you said you were pregnant and now you're not. How is that a thing? Yeah. So, um, you know, they have their little discussion after he has his moment with River and um, uh, basically, you know, the doctor's like, again, uh, was like, well, why didn't you, you why did you tell me and not Rory? And because um, she's like, I don't think the stupid ass face could... Uh, or she says butt face, but yeah. uh, essentially it was ass face. But she's like, I don't think he could have handled it. Um, you know, you're my best friend. This is why I told you. And my, all the while, you know, Rory's actually listening in on this because he still has the yeah, recording he still device. Has the thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you know they catch on that he has it, and she's like, I'm not gonna let you keep it if you're gonna keep eavesdropping. Um, but at the end of that episode, when everyone's like happy go lucky again, uh, the doctor scans her. And the whether she's pregnant or not uh, thing is um, yeah, unknown. Fl- yeah, it keeps flipping between positive and negative. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, or pregnant and not pregnant. Yeah, it's, it's so yeah. interesting. And the, but uh, we, we so that's that's all kind of a little bit of the of the epilogue to this episode. But like the actual end of the episode um, as they get in this big fight 
Um, the doctor talks about how the silence have, you know, implanted these, you know, suggestions into people's heads. And it's like he basically warns them of like, hey, leave or I will find a way to basically commit genocide for, of your species. And he does. And he does. And he does. <laughs> He totally because, does. Yeah, because earlier we saw Canton film the silence saying, you should kill all of us on sight. On his little... <laughs> I like the, the uh, that he says, like, a camera phone. Whatever a camera whatever phone Whatever that is. is. Whatever a camera phone is, yeah. Because yeah. he Sorry, has no idea. I didn't mean to steal your phone either. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has no idea what that is. So it's like, oh, great. Um, and then years later, it's like, oh, this is a camera phone. Yep. And it, that's funny, too, watching it now because the, the technology is so dated. Yes, too. exactly. But <laughs> yeah, it's like this was like 2006. Well, so it's yeah. an actual like flip phone with like super grainy picture. Not what probably most yep. of you are listening to this podcast on. Um, <laughs> something a lot better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, well, it's like, well, wh- how could... You know, what could be so important that it could get this message out? And the doctor splices in the silence saying you should kill all of us on sight into the moon landing. Into the, that that was one small step for man. Pause. One giant leap for mankind. It's like, this is the most viewed clip in human history you just committed your own genocide i mean like i said i feel like matt smith's doctor is more at liberty to take lives as opposed to tenant who was very uh tentative yes uh at taking lives um yeah well because it's it's the it's the it's the direct correlation you know because at this point in time we didn't know the war doctor existed um no so, just also think the war doctor the war doctor yeah. was dumb shouldn't exist yeah. it should not be canon uh it's and just, frankly like yeah i love the, john hurt but that was not one of his better roles yeah, rest in it, peace good sir though yeah it was it was just the fact that christopher eccleston didn't want to come back so that it's like well we have to have you know this role filled by no, something you don't no you don't you just have tenant like go off the rails which would have been more interesting yeah. Because that would have that would have explained a lot more of like why he didn't want to be violent is because he had a violent past that he didn't yeah. want to like you know relive. Would have yeah. been much more interesting. Well, but the, like that—that's what I was saying. Like, so it was supposed to be set up that the ninth Doctor was so violent, and and that that is why they could have done the eighth Doctor. I mean, like, yeah, that was. But that's why ten is kind of springboards back the other way yeah and like and then you get this a little bit more of a balance with with 11 like why the fuck didn't you just hire lookalike like i Mm. mean (laughs) there's so many other ways they could have fucking and i mean like i understand that you know you want to be you want to be there for the fans but it's just like you know if eccleston isn't going to come back if this needs to be eccleston don't invent a fucking doctor that's not actually like yeah in technical canon because I, I don't know anyone who actually acknowledges the war doctor as a doctor. Yeah. Like an actual doctor. 
Uh, I mean, like, he's just a weird, timey-wimey piece of poop that should not be in there. Yeah. Again, sorry, John Hurt, but... Um, so then, sorry. So, we, so then I get right passionate a- about yeah. Doctor Who. Uh, so then, so then, right after that, we get kind of the tying up the uh, Canton, Delaware, the third, and Nixon portion of the of the story. Uh, I love this ending so much. I I wish Nixon wasn't such a dope. And I mean, yep. he was a dick. He really was yes. a dick. Yes, he but, was. Uh, in both in both terms of the sense, or in both senses of the name. Um, yeah. but it's one of my favorite parts because like Nixon comes up to Canton or no, the doctor's like, uh, you should, you should, uh, give him like what he wants or something. I know he wants something specific, yep. uh, for his, his thing. And, uh, Nixon comes up to him and's like, um, so, uh, you want to marry a black person or, uh, are they black? Yeah. And, uh, he's like. Or no, he's he, Nixon's like, is she black? And then Canton says, yes, beat. Yeah, he, he is. is. And I'm yep. like, and, and then Nixon's just like, well. <laughs> so it's like, first of all, Nixon, you, you suck. Yeah, you it's like great, great job being a complete bigot. Um, yep, yep. Like he, he was almost like, ah, I can, I can just overlook the, you know, mixed black race thing, part but, like uh that's but that's, you know that's not as big of a deal anymore like i don't like it but i can look past it and then yeah right but if, but uh no we're not ready for gay people not yet and it's yep. like god you fucking piece of shit yeah you fucking piece of shit uh-huh. i hope i hope canton wound up with i really hope canton did wind up with with his, his yes his lover yes i hope so as well um and then yeah nixon asks it's like Hey, will I be remembered? <laughs> and the doctor, <laughs> yep. The doctor's like, "Oh, tricky dicky. Uh, they'll never forget you." And then, as he's walking away, say hi to David Frost for me. <laughs> and Nixon's like, like "Who's David here. Frost?" <laughs> uh, and you're just like, "Oh, you poor pathetic soul." Yep. Uh, and then uh, we get kind of almost a little post credit sequence at the very end of the episode. Uh, it is New York, six months later, and this child oh, yeah. is walking through. Uh, is walking through the streets and just says that she's dying. Yep. And she's like, I'm dying. And she- I'm no, dying. she's like, it's okay. No, no, yeah. she she says it, it. Like the the homeless dude's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. No, he's like, are you all right? And she's like, I'm dying, but that's okay. And then or something like that. Yeah. And um, then starts. Fuck, I just had the quote in my head. Okay. Sorry. I just... Go ahead. Sorry. And then she starts glowing, and begins to regenerate. You're and, just like, what? And, and mind you, too, you did see this child like throughout the episode because she was the one in the astronaut yeah. costume. There's actually a really great shot of her when they walk into her bedroom mm-hmm. and she's out of the space uh, suit and she's running away, too. Um, Yeah, it's it's such a good little like because because, you know, in our timeline, we you know, have Madame Vastra ask, like, could this child be capable of regenerating? 
And it's like, well, apparently they are. Yep, and then and just like, what? You know, like... But yeah, it, it's like we, we get... You know, it's it's a great because we knew it was a two parter, uh. So like we we knew there'd be, but we didn't expect an extra cliffhanger at the very end, you know, to kind of set up the the season arc. Yep. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, it then leads to one of the worst episodes of the season next, um, in the actual series, like uh, because that was the curse of the black spot. The, the pirate oh, that was a episode. dumb one. Yeah. That was dumb. That was a yeah. dumb episode. I, I like the fact this is, I think, the first time uh, that... Because I can't remember if somebody asked her or... Yeah, no. Uh, this is the first time we find out that River is a doctor of archaeology. Yep. And because like, Rory's like... I think it was Rory. He's like, what are you a doctor of? Yeah. And she says archaeology. And it's funny, too, because in turn, she is the doctor. There's this weird, uh, yeah, I already talked about her not being pregnant. I still think that that's like a weird moment where just kind of comes out of the blue that Amy all of a sudden doesn't think she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like, you you should know, I feel like. No, that's like, because I feel like she got taken probably in that three-month gap. Oh no! What uh, I actually pinpointed exactly where she okay, got taken. Yeah. It was it was the previous episode, um, where she was in the bathroom, at the White House. That's where she got taken, because it makes complete sense. She's isolated from everyone else. The silence kills the chick that's in there. Uh, okay, yeah. And after that, we don't know what happens to her technically. So at that point, the silence very but much could have the, taken she her. Takes the, she takes the picture though. But I guess the silence could have taken that with her. No, I mean, she, yeah. I mean, she, they, like, they might not have, like, I mean, obviously she took the photo, but I mean, yeah. like, the switch has to be there. And yeah. I mean, like, you know, the, the, they might not know what the phone is or what she was doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I so, figured, I mean, yeah, like, I, fi- I figured the switch either happened there or when she's taken at the orphanage. No, the the switch had to be prior to the orphanage yeah. because she had already seen um, what's her bucket, Madam. I wrote her name oh, down. Yeah, specifically, that's right. So. Yep, yep. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, Corvana, Corvarian. Yeah. I'm sorry. Kavarian, so yeah. yeah, she yeah, Corvarian. So she she had to be taken at uh the White House. Okay. Like yep. that has to be that moment. Yep. Um. I. I. I love also how how just completely badass River is. Um. You know when she's taking down the silence after we get the the trick pulled, uh, with the moon landing. She. She. I'm pretty sure she was taken during DC. It makes the most yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes the most sense. Um. And uh, hold on. Oh, <laughs> this is funny because I was thinking about this while I was watching this. So that means that River is currently being born while looking for her child self while being her adult self. So she's technically in her own timeline three times. Three times, yep. Yep. And I was like, that's so weird. That is weird, yeah. That's so yeah, when, weird. When you think of it, yeah. Oh. But see, but then again, doesn't it fuck up like the doctor timeline because you can't technically be in your own timeline? Well, okay. I mean, 
I mean, we have the, the we have the five doctors, we have the three doctors, we have the the you know uh uh we have the the fiftieth anniversary episode. Like there there's a precedent. Like it can happen. It just isn't common. Um, and usually sometimes it takes some like time lord like engineering. Um, at least for the the third doctor the five doctors and then the the couple times that they meet in classic who it's always like the time lords figuring out something yeah but i mean like the what other doctors have actually been in their timelines together like i know 10 and 11 have i mean technically all 13 of them save gallifrey Uh, that's true yeah that's very true yeah, I mean, but it, it's just it's River in her own her her own self in her own timeline three times, and it's still just River. Yeah, you know, like three different facets of life: her being born, her being a child, and then her being yeah. an adult. Which in itself is weird. Um. Anyway, so then I I thought about that, and then when uh. Amy actually walks into the room. You see the mobile, which is remiss of the one that she has as a baby, which honestly does look like a child put together, to be Mm. honest. Yeah, yeah, I I, I can definitely see that because, yeah, it feels like, well, they say the silence, like, raised her. So, yeah, she doesn't remember her first years because she was, was constantly around the silence. Forgetting, so, remembering, yeah, forgetting, forgetting, remembering. remembering, you know, getting, you know, implanted. that's actually a really good point. No, yeah. I mean, like, that's actually a really good point because all her all she has is basically subliminal messages. Yep. Saying that she has to kill the doctor. Yes. But she doesn't actually, like, remember her childhood. The, mm. the first time she actually mentions her childhood at all. And spoilers, guys, is in the yep. next episode where she's like, the last time I did this. Was when I, I was up as when a toddler I was a... in New York, yeah, yeah. So, or I, I was a toddler in New York. Yeah. Um, that was the thing. I also wonder though, and this is a huge wonder because since River or Melody has that fucking picture of her mom, yeah. doesn't that mean that you know, uh, spacesuit um, Melody knows that that's her mom? Yeah, but she well, doesn't you, ever. You would think so, but like it, it could also be because of the silence. It could be one of those unconscious things of like, you know, she she saw it. Plus, I mean, you you don't really have memories a lot of times, like until you're a little older. Like you can't retain she, but, memories as well. She, but she was five. Like in that, she was five. Like clearly, she was like four or five. And at a, that I point, she was just a baby in that picture she's like uh no in that picture yes but i'm talking about like her child self like if you're yeah 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 the the one who is in the space suit like you would know if that like you would recognize that person as somebody important because you're obviously the baby and they made it very apparent with all the pictures that she is indeed the baby yeah so like why doesn't she tell her mom that that's her that's her 
Why doesn't she say mom? She just says, can you help me? She doesn't ever address Amelia as mom. Yeah, I was like, because her mom shoots her before she can. That's that's true, too. That's true. But I mean, like, but at that point, too, it's like, can, can you help me? Come? Like, like, I mean, like, she's yeah. asking her mom for help. Yeah. She, well, I mean, it's just you a know? scared thing. It's just a scared kid, you know? No, exactly. So, but like, yeah. at the same time, you know, I feel like even if that's the case, it's just like, uh, you know, um, she recognizes someone that's safe. I mean, maybe that's why she says help me. Yeah. But. I mean, I, I don't know. I always thought of it more as, um, I don't know. I just, I just always thought of it more as like, I feel like, you know, uh, river would remember. And I mean, that that's evident in future episodes too. So why didn't she tell her mom Yeah. that, that that's her, that she's safe in that moment, you know? So yeah, I mean, no, I I agree with that. My two cents, though. Yeah. <laughs> I said once again, Amy misses. Uh, Amy actually shoots at her daughter and misses. I don't remember her shooting a third time. Yeah. Um, uh, and and it, I think she did, but I don't remember it. Silences reveal them. <laughs> One of my notes is silence reveals themselves. Blah blah blah. That feels well because they reveal themselves and then monologue about about stuff and then, yeah, it's like they don't really say that much either. Is the problem, right? My other thing too. Uh, one of my notes is why did she escape from the suit? Why did the silence put her in the suit to begin with? Was that was that also just subliminal? Was that also just a subliminal thing? Um, it basically seemed like. Um, cause they said like this suit, um, and that's when, when River's tinkering with it, um, she said it basically converts, um, sunlight into, uh, into a way of sustaining the body. Right. There, there's two things that I have so to say So it was about keeping her alive. Alive. Yeah. Um, but again, why a space suit? Again, it just it, it just, just happened to be thing, what it was running. It just happened to be where what they found. So River River has to remember that that's her. River has yes. to remember that that's her. And the thing that kind of tips the hat on that a little bit too is that River says that she's human. River's yep. not human. So it throws you off the scent that it is indeed River, anyways, because she's says that she's human. And I was yeah. just like. Ha! That's interesting. Well, but, but at the same, but given given where that suit is, like she could have broken out and then seen a silence. You know? What do you mean? Like, like, cause, cause that suit's in the orphanage, right? Right. Uh. And so, like, she could have broken right. out and escaped as as like a silence was around, and maybe oh, so yeah. she doesn't remember being in escaped? the suit. You know, she just yeah. remembered escape. She just remembered running out of the orphanage. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. But still, she made she makes it from like Louisiana to New York in the course Oklahoma. of like six months. Oklahoma to like New I York in the, in the in the course of like six months. It said. So like, also in that span too, uh, in Doctor Who time at least. She's born. 
in those six months yeah. she's born right. and the the whole doctor thing is going on uh at that time too where they're trying to rescue amy yeah as well it's just as a fun aside there um yeah. uh right. what else uh sorry i'm just checking to make sure Oh, uh, one of the things was them flirting, like we talked about earlier, yep. was the they were flirting, and then Amy's like, um, hello, save me! Yeah. Um. Oh, I also love the line where the doctor introduces uh, River while she's fighting, and she does this, like that whole badass like fight with the the uh, silence, too. Yep. The doctor's like, but my my favorite part of that is because uh, when we were talking about it earlier, you forgot the nice hair bit. Because the the line is, "This is River, nice hair, and unlike me, she isn't afraid to shoot." Oh yep yep yeah. And like well, the, and then, the nice then, hair thing was like my favorite and, part. And then that. also, I like when she's shooting that the doctor's just pointing his screwdriver, and she and even she's makes... like, "Oh, you're not gonna kill anything with that." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't no, no yeah, that, that was it. It's just like that he's pointing the screwdriver and really contributing oh, no. absolutely nothing. No, she's like, she's like the lines. She she says uh, something along the lines of "That's good for cabinets." Yeah, or something yeah, I think, like. I think she says, and like even she even calls him dear. Like dear, that's not going to do much other than yeah. It's like we're not assembling uh, other a than cabinet. Fixed... Yeah, that's it. That's it. If we're not assembling a cabinet. That was the line. Yeah. Um. And he's like, "Ow." <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah. I think she tells him tells him to just get the door <laughs> at that point, and he yeah, she does. He he so. obliges because he's like, "Yeah, good point. I I'm not helping out yeah, right here at all." Nope. 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 And you know she kills all the silence. Yep. Um. Which was way more than the seven she said that she could kill. Oh yeah, way. there's there's like eight yeah. or nine in there too. Yeah. There's like eight or nine, and she doesn't leave anyone alive. So no. she, she, she kind of you know uh, underestimated herself there yeah. a little bit, or overestimated her, underestimated, underestimated, yeah, yeah. Um. Ah uh, shit. Um. What else did I have? Uh, we already talked about the kiss. Yeah. Seriously, that's so sad. Yeah. Uh, oh, one thing I will say about the kiss is I love how the doctor just flails awkwardly. Yes. Like he has no idea how he's supposed to handle this. He's a muppet. Like the, the I, like, he is a muppet. Yeah. He's totally a muppet. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, they were talking about. I, I thought this was a really weird throwback to future episode. And a good man goes to war. In this particular episode. They actually wind up talking about a baby being born on the TARDIS. And even in uh even Amy says, I'm afraid it'll have like two heads or a space face or something like that. Yeah. And the doctor's like, What's a space face? Which is really funny because like that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And I just thought it was like a really interesting, like just throwaway to what actually is going to happen. Yep. And like no one in the audience obviously sees that that's what's up, but mm -hmm. like I just laughed my ass off when I when I watched yeah. that. I was like, that's a great like, you know, um, precursor to future episodes because no one is gonna have no one sees that coming like at all, yeah. even though it's clearly said that that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. Cool. Um. So yeah, next time, uh, we 
we'll be going over my favorite titled episode ever. Um, Let's kill Hitler. Uh, and this is actually one of my absolute favorite episodes, despite my it is, dislike of Matt Smith. So it's, like, it's still one of my favorite episodes. I I completely forgot because because we uh we we're recording these like two at a time. Um, so we we just recently watched this one and i forgot how much fun this episode is oh i know it's great and Um, like it's just especially after like in the course of you know the actual season you get such a downer for the end of good man goes to war like yes Mm -hmm. you get the reveal of like oh river is like melody is river like that's cool but it's like on a grand scale it's like wow that was depressing and then it's like oh and then it, it just flashes at the end of good man goes to war it's like and the doctor will return in let's kill hitler and it's like ooh, yeah. what's that i want to know what that is I, secretly when i saw that episode i was like i really hope in that reality they just do kill hitler yeah right because <laughs> he's a you yeah. better be rotting in a hell somewhere yep. um anyway but Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate all the listens. And um, I'm once again, I'm Rachel. I'm Kyle. Yeah, you can make sure to subscribe oh, right. on the on the on the on the anchor feed and just follow the podcast. Uh, hello, sweetie. And we'd love to hear from you guys. So if you guys have your own personal thoughts or anything we might have missed, we'd love to hear from you. Uh you know, and if you have any like, you know, question, comments or concerns or things that you want to fight us on, I'm more than happy to bring them up in future episodes. Um, you know, difference of opinion, always interesting to bring in a different perspective. Yep. Um, but again, this has been Hello, Sweetie. I'm Rachel Roth. And I'm Kyle.